hello and welcome to a good deed podcast it's your boy divine fonnier and i'm the host that's right i'm the host of the good deed podcast uh, my goal for this podcast if this is your first time here is to create um, an environment or a platform where we can you know discuss the issues in society that everybody kind of tiptoes around so um in in a few words it's like changing or helping ourselves to grow and evolve to understand ourselves much better um, as human beings as people uh, one good deed at a time so we're going to dive straight into this episode it'll be episode 14 of a good day podcast and we'll be talking practically about how unimportantly important sex is in a relationship so it's usually um oh no babe uh it's not all about the sex but we do know deep down that it is super important so um we're familiar with the concept you know in relationships and this this is speaking from personal experience so some of you might have a different experience as far as this is concerned but just bear with me. So hang in there uh, while I really, Leslie, really navigate this territory as it is very, very um, soft. It's a soft spot for relationships. So people tend to, we tend to play down the importance of uh, sex in a relationship. We tend to play down the importance of lovemaking in a relationship. And we tend to eliminate it consciously, sometimes even unconsciously, from the conversations that we have so we subconsciously think it's a sort of immoral or we play very safe around that topic a lot and try to portray the fact that it's not all about it so sometimes we get in fights with our partners your girlfriend gets or your wife or your partner gets sometimes really upset or maybe about something completely different but partly related to the sexual experience but when she's talking about it or when he's talking about it or when you're trying to discuss it as a couple you tend to eliminate the sexual aspect so it doesn't look like it's all about sex but we know that it's 100% almost all about the sex if it's not working a relationship is not going to work now that's my theory as a person now i could go into details on you know i could go into all this research the word put out there biologically about how sex affects the brain and the emotions and how we react and all of that the serotonin or the 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 endorphin release that you experience when you have you know sex when you reach a height of sexual pleasure and all of those things and how you know kissing and you know physical contact is important to keep a relationship thriving we could go into all of those technical details but i don't want to go into that because that this is not this this whole forum here it's not about you know that kind of education so to speak we're talking with we we're going to be tapping from personal experience so it doesn't look like because we already know the biological aspects of this this stuff we already know how it affects us biologically how how it makes us feel inside our bodies you know our reactions and all of that stuff but that's not what we're going to talk about because if we start to talk about that this is going to become a lecture Right, but we don't want to talk about that. We want to go into our personal experiences. So I want to tap into my personal experiences so you see how real this is for me and how much I believe in what I am actually saying here. And I believe that you believe that what I'm saying is probably something you have experienced in the past, know somebody who's experienced or currently experiencing. And if you haven't or not doing it or not aware of it, you probably will run into that sort of experience in time to come. So... 
let, let me take you on a ride for, 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 for an instance. Like if you're a female, you know how females, like as females, when in a relationship, sometimes you have a, a quarrel with your partner or you have a misunderstanding with your partner and or maybe they're not doing something you want them to do or they're not behaving in a certain way that you expect them to behave to make you feel good or make you feel better about your union with each other or your the, the, the whole relationship as it as it as it is um we i'm not gonna say we let's start with the women first because this is what you tend to do a lot you make it look like it's not all about the sex but what happens when your man's not doing what you want him to do or sometimes he doesn't give you something you want him to give you which i'm not saying is wrong to expect anything or to want something from your partner there's nothing wrong with that it's okay who else are you gonna expect or want things from if not from the you know the person you're sharing your life with at that moment in time, so I don't want to go into the details or specifics of the relationship because it could be marriage, it could be um, uh, just a relationship, it could be an engagement, or it could be that you're engaged, or it could just be you know sexual partners. So whatever the case may be, whatever you're sharing at that moment in time, what else would you expect it from? So it's okay to want something from your partner. Now, what females tend to do is, and I'm not trying to knock anyone down for it, I'm just sharing experience. In my experience, in my past, sometimes I've been in a situation where my missus wants me to do something from her, for her. I don't want to do it, or either because I'm not able to do it or because I just don't feel comfortable doing it, regardless of whatever it is. And then subconsciously, consciously, Forgive me for using those two words together like that, but you will get why I'm using it like that once I go into this. So subconsciously, consciously, they, you know, you, you don't want to, like, when he's horny and wants it, you don't want to do it. And sometimes you don't want to do it or have sex, not because you, you're not, you don't feel like having sex. You feel like withholding that from him is going to make him uncomfortable, either make him upset or will sort of, sort of, um, enforce how enforce how unhappy you are at his behavior so it's like you know like how we were when you was a kid uh you have a your 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 parents threaten you sometimes if you don't do something or if you don't do something right or if you make a mistake or if you do something wrong you won't get your whatever you know your meal or your sweets or they use these things to you know sort of blackmail us that's a dark word but that's the best word I can come up with at this point. Blackmail us to do the things, what are good or expected, to do the things that we expected to do. They blackmail us by withholding certain pleasures from us. This is exactly the same thing I've experienced in the past in my relationships. Sometimes you get like you're in a relationship with a person and they blackmail you using sex. Now, I'm just going to go straight for it. Now, like I said, blackmail sounds like a dark word, but that's the best word I can use at the moment because that's going to portray exactly my experience as a person personally. And some of you might relate with this out there, either whether being the victim, the person who is being blackmailed or the person doing the blackmailing. And it's usually it's common with women. They tend to blackmail their partners. I'm not saying, you know, uh, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying, if you're playing down how important sex is in a relationship, why do you think holding it back from your partner is going to send a certain message or is going to make them feel uncomfortable or show them how upset you are? It's just a question I'm asking. And this is a question I'm, I'm asking for us to ask ourselves. Also, uh, on the other hand as well, um... Why you, the guy, you play down the importance of sex or us as men, we play down the importance of sex altogether in my past experiences. Sometimes, you know, um, have what happens when your partner withhold, withholds the sexual experience from you if she doesn't want to have sex with you? 
What happens? How does that make you feel if it's not that important? These guys, is like an itch you, can, you can't scratch off. It's like this itch you can't really scratch off when you want it. It's like you want it. And I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad to want to have sex with your partner. I'm just saying when you want it, you want it. If you think it's not that important or if you don't bring it up in conversations or in, 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 in an attempt to resolve um, a problem or in an attempt to resolve a misunderstanding you might be going through, which might be somehow even remotely linked to it, why do you completely ignore it? Why don't you bring it into the conversation when you know how important it is? Because if she holds it back from you, you know how you feel because I've been there and I know how I felt. It's like, a, it's like this itch you can't scratch off. It's like you can't believe. You know, the person you are in with a relationship would not want to have sex with you. Even if it's just a little bit. Even if it's just pre, you know, or like oral or any sexual experience altogether. If they're refusing or they decide to withhold that physical contact from you. Why do you get so upset? Now, you might not show how upset you are, but we both, we all know. I'm like I'm saying, we're tapping into our personal experiences here. I'm tapping into my personal experience. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm the average guy, right? I like to consider myself the average guy. And if me, the average guy, has experienced this, I'm sure a lot of average guys out there, even, even, even the non-average ones have experienced the same thing because we're all human. These experiences, regardless of how they might morph themselves, it might vary the level or the color it comes in, depending on who you are, your personality, and who you're involved with. But at the end of the day, it is practically underlying the same experience altogether why do you get so upset and this could go for days you guys can relate with me it could go for days where you just pissed off like everything she does puts you off just because she won't have sex with you and on the other hand if she thinks it's not that important why is she withholding it from you it's this this is crazy isn't it it's quite confusing. So what I'm trying to appeal to here is is one of the topics, is one of the re- really in- important topics that we try to avoid or we try to play safe around. But what I'm trying to encourage here and what has made my approach to relationships or communication between myself in relationships with who I am with better is being able to really, really dig deep. If we can table certain things that are so important, if you can discuss other things that are so important, according to you, according to you both, if we can discuss certain things that are so important, why not discuss this particular aspect? I think, I believe that it's one of those things that when it is going well, almost everything in the relationship is going well. You must agree with me. I mean, when the sex is good, you're just happy all the time on a basic level. Things might pile up on top of that, but you're just happy all the time. You're, you're content with your partner. You almost don't look, look away. Now, looking away is, another converse, is a conversation for another time. We want to go too deep into that, but you see where I'm coming from. I'm sure you can understand what I'm talking about. And I'm, like I said, I'm tapping from personal experience here. So feel free to send me a DM, to comment, to send me some feedback. You do know where to reach me on social media and on Facebook. Very recently, thank you for the support. So you do know. So if you don't agree with this, you're welcome to say, and we can really talk about this. Which is, like I said, this is, a re- this is the reason why this pla- why I created this platform, why I came up with this idea, why I started this podcast. It's for us to talk about those things that we tend to tiptoe around. So feel free to comment if you need to. At Divine Fournier on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and at D Fournier on Snapchat. So, like I was saying, we tend to tiptoe around sex. 
but we don't, we deep down, we understand, we don't need a lecture, you don't need somebody, anyone else to tell you how important it is and how much it matters. What we need to do is we need to accept, we need to embrace the fact that it matters that much and also make it part of the conversation. We should make it part of the conversation. Now, stay with me here. So in my past relationships, I've been, you know, relationships where, you know, one of my exes uh, at some point a few years ago, um, where everything seemed to be working okay, but she wasn't quite satisfied as far as the sex is concerned. Now, I don't know what the hell was going wrong because mom was doing all kinds of gymnastics and doing all kinds of backflips to make this girl happy or to make this girl feel, you know, sexually fulfilled because I felt like everything else seemed to be going quite well. So... We just need to, if this is going well, then boom, we, we, you know, we're off to the roses, if you know what I mean. But for some reason, she just wasn't getting it. Like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it was great because of the reaction. And sometimes it just felt really, really, really stale. You know, regardless of, you know, what kind of gymnastics mom was doing. Because I tell you, I do. It's <laughs> not going to that, but yeah. So what I did was, you know, we tiptoed around it for a long time. Like we, everything seemed to be okay. But since we, since everything else was going quite well, we didn't think you know that should be a topic of conversation or a topic of any kind of conversation. To be fair, but we told ourselves that because everything was going well, that shouldn't be a problem. But deep down, it's not because of that. It's because it's one of the topics. Because even when things aren't going well, including that, we still won't talk about it. It's one of the topics we tend to tiptoe around. So we avoided it for a long time. A long time and we, we dated for, for longer than I would have thought we'd, we'd date. But it was a miserable relationship because, you know, she wasn't happy. She, you could see, like, you know when your partner's not happy, you could, I could see how unhappy she was or how almost totally absent-minded she was most of the time. She wasn't there, you know. But I couldn't really quite place a finger on why even though i subconsciously understood why i couldn't quite face it so to speak and it happened accidentally we faced it accidentally it was a conversation that came up very accidentally in the in the heat of a a moment with you know trying to deal with something else you know you know me let's put it this so let me just say what happened like i I spoke to her. I said, look, I feel like you're not feeling this. Like, I feel like you want to leave or something. Like, you know, when you feel like your girlfriend's about to dump you or your boyfriend's about to dump you, you know, that's how I felt. I felt like, you know, she was about to leave or she was not 100% in there, even though everything seemed to be fine. Even even though externally we seemed happy, we, you know, did things together. But that, that, that one thing just didn't quite, you know, it, it didn't quite stick. Now, I'm going to veer off for a second here. So just stay with me. I'm going to veer off for a second, but I'm going to come back to the topic. So I'm going to veer off now because what I want to talk about is one of the underlying things that, you know, is one of the root things that prevents us from going there, especially with men. I'm talking about this from personal experience. As men, you don't want to believe, you, you just can't believe that you're not sexually pleasurable or you're not, you're not able to sexually pleasure somebody. As a man, is like one is is one of the was one of the key nuts to the progression or the growth or the 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 the, the exhilaration of our ego. It's one of the things that makes our ego 
roll and expand and puff up. So we don't want to deal with it. A man, every man out there thinks they're great in bed. Now, being able to satisfy someone in bed doesn't mean you are great in bed. You could just be great for that person. You could, you know, hit it with her and she won't quite get it. Regardless of how well you do it. And maybe sometime later you hit it with another her. And she, and even though you're not really trying, she is flying. You know, calling all kinds of names out here. You know, doing all kinds of body twists and all of that stuff. So you know what I mean. As men, we all know that. But a guy would never want to be the one to stand in front of you and tell you, you know. or He wouldn't even want to believe to themselves that, uh, that they're not... Or they're, they're not able to pleasure any woman. And every man knows that they're great mad. Like everybody like. So they don't want to face it. They don't want to face it. And on the other hand, women being emotional creatures that they are, tend to not want to... One of two things. Either don't want to hurt your feelings, if they're really in love with you usually, if they really, really are attracted to you, and they don't want to hurt your feelings by telling you that they're not feeling this, the whole sex thing. Everything else seems to be working okay, but the whole sex thing ain't working. They don't want to tell you that because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Like I said, one of two things. Or, on the other hand, they tend to... How can I put this? I'm trying to find the right words for it. Um, not want to... They tend to... They want to hold their pride. You know? They want to hold their pride because somewhere in their minds, they're asking themselves if it is... You know, the sex not working, is it their fault or is it your fault? And if it is really your fault, they don't want to tell you. They don't want to face it because they're afraid to hurt your feelings. And they keep trying to... It's like a woman in an abusive relationship that doesn't want to come out of the relationship. They're addicted to your... That neediness that comes after the battery. So, in this case, it's the... You know, you as a guy, your inflated ego, which is naturally inflated. We are the ones that have to work to control our egos. It's not, we're born with naturally inflated egos. That's what I believe anyway. My personal experience, like I said. But we don't want to, you know, we don't want to deflate our ego by admitting that we are not able to pleasure someone. And even it doesn't matter how the message is put across. Whenever they put that message across, even if they tell you that it's not about you, it's just that I'm not feeling this. There's no chemistry as far as the physical contact and the sexual intercourse is concerned. There's no chemistry here, but... It's still all a man is hearing is he can't do the job and that's gonna keep that's gonna bruise his ego heavily so don't they don't even want to face they don't want to talk about it they don't want to go there but back again to my story i had we kind of landed there accidentally you know we had to talk about it and then it's amazing how much comes to the table once you actually decide to talk about that stuff and what I tried, what what I like for us to, you know, put together or to bring together here to really, really converge with here is, it's not about the fact that you're not able to pleasure her or she's not able to pleasure you or you're not sexually compatible, which I hate using that phrase, but in this case, let's use it just for the for the for the for the purpose of the topic here. You're not sexually compatible, and, you know. It's not about all of that. It's about the delivery. It's about how you table the stuff. It's about how you talk about the stuff. It's about how you express whatever is going on as far as the intercourse is concerned. If you're able to, if you're able to talk, and sometimes, and 
very rarely, but very importantly, sometimes when you actually discuss the stuff, you might actually find out what it is that is out of place. In avoiding it, what you do is you just aggravate the situation. Things just get worse and you spend a lot of time with somebody who you shouldn't be with or whom you would have moved on from and just kept a good friendly relationship with. You let things get ripped apart, torn apart because the sex ain't working but you don't want to face it. And then when you finally face it, there's all these, you know, sub, this all these bottled up sexual emotion coming out and, you know, name calling, you know, you know, small something or to saggy something. All those things start to come out and then it's all crazy and and things tend to always end really badly when it goes this direction but when you decide to table this stuff which is what i want to encourage us to do like this is the this is the purpose for this episode is actually letting us know letting ourselves know because we all know this is not a lecture this is not like we're not that we all know how important this is we you know we all know how important the sex is and we just try it just google that stuff and see what comes up you're going to see like a big gazillions of reasons why, which is why, like I said, it's not a lecture I'm tapping from personal experience because we all already know how important it is. The problem is we're not facing it. We're not talking about it. We're not discussing this stuff. The importance, what, the importance of discussing it helps you figure it out one or two ways or one or both ways. You figure out, okay, we are good, but maybe we're just good as friends. And we can keep a really good, friendly and healthy relationship that we will both benefit from going forward. But since the sex ain't working, because the truth is, if the sex ain't working in the relationship, it ain't going to last. We all know it. If, it's, if the sexual pleasure is dead and dormant or very um, mediocre, it mostly won't work. Relationships like that usually don't last. They, they tend to not last. And sad thing is, some actually go terrible and end up in a total disaster without you still facing that that's the issue and then you go into the relationship carrying all these baggage which we all carry baggage when we move from one place you know when we go from one thing to another or we move on in a relationship or in anything that we do we all carry baggage but that's baggage that's already been dealt with not baggage that you're bringing to fix in this current relationship it doesn't work that way it's baggage they call it baggage because it's already been dealt with that's why it is baggage you know and then we carry this unresolved feelings into another relationship and you go into another relationship and maybe you have a similar or the same problem. And because you're tiptoeing around the topic and it might not work because, you know, it's not sexually pleasurable. She can't get the... I'm not, I've never got an orgasm with him. I can't get an orgasm. All my friends get them. But I can't get it with him. Not knowing that, if you just have this conversation, you might actually figure out what it is that's lacking. And... This was an eye-opener for me in my experience, like the relationship I was telling you about, we landed, like I said, we landed there, you know, it was by mistake, it literally, accidentally, I landed on the topic accidentally, we, we yelled at each other about it, really went mad at each other about it, like called each other all kinds of names, only to then figure out that it was just one little thing that we needed to fix, for things to have gone well, but because we didn't discuss it early enough, now we're fighting about it. And we've already called it each other names we can't really take back. So even when we try to move past that stage, there's all of these images from all of these names and all of this. You know, it's just the damage has already been done. And we're way past fixing it. So, people, we all know how important this stuff is. 
the whole purpose for this is to be able to have this conversation. If possible, have it really early. Let your girl know that you're a freaky idiot. And let your boy know that, yo, you do some crazy things and you have some wild fantasies. Or you don't. Or you're just a lazy fucker. Excuse my French. Not in the, like, lazy, you know, in what I mean, like, literally. Or you're just a really casual sexual person or casually sexual person. Talk about this stuff. Because the point of two people coming together, the point of having a relationship, it's called relationship. So you can both contribute one way or the other. So where he's lacking and you're able to feel in, you meet each other wherever each other is lacking. They come to you with their trouble. You come to them with their trouble. You discuss. Sometimes we all know the dynamics of a relationship. So why are we avoiding this one thing that could just make those dynamics even better? So people, it's important. We know how important it is. Let's not tiptoe around it. Talk about the stuff. Talk about it when it, it when you realize it is an issue. Talk about it, it just to make sure you're getting things right with the, with the right person. Let them know you from the, from the get. Because it is something that you're going to do anyway. Like, why tiptoe around it? You're going to do it with that person. If you're getting into a relationship at some point or they're going to want it or you're going to want it at some point or you're both going to want it together. You know, even if it's being just, you know, tired, you can't. I mean, come have this conversation with your partner. Table the stuff. My experience, once I once I landed there by accident or accidentally and the relationship that ended in a disaster, but I went away. I took what I took away from that experience was the understanding that this stuff, it is as important as it is. Come on, you know how important, like you know this, you know this. Let's try having sex with your girlfriend and then, or your partner, and then let her just back out when you're at climax. It's not a big deal, right? Until your blue balls last about four days and you just hate her. Or you just hate the side, or everything she says just pisses you off. Or on the other hand, when you come so damn early and she can't, you like the next four days... The next few hours, if something is strong enough to, to, to implement this kind of mental blockage or mental blockade in your behavior, mental stubbornness in your behavior, that just tells you how important it is. It's as important as you laying a hand on the missus or she pushing you or shoving you when you don't want to be shoved or you having a fight. It is as important as all of these things or her calling your mother names or you calling her mom names. Or you, she lying to you, or you lying to her, or she catching you. Like, these are important things in a relationship. Being truthful, being honest. Why is it that when it comes to sex, we're not honest with each other? And, like I said, I'm trying to really appeal to the female here because of, not because I'm trying to point fingers at anyone, but because they have the capacity to break down whatever sexual blockade there might be, or sexual mis or sexual miscommunication there might be just by expressing themselves the right way. Because as much as we want to say no to this, they hold the power. It's unbelievable how true that is. They hold the power. And they can, you know, they I'd like to encourage us generally as a people to let our women take the lead in or to at least be able to hoist her to take the lead in varying the conversation, in bringing this conversation to life between the two of you. 
And if you can't do that, then you try tabling the conversation yourself, making, you know, making, making things aware to each other. Like I said, it might just be a little fix. It might just be a little adjustment or some kind of mental understanding or some. Oh, is that really the case? Oh, my God, I didn't know. Yo, sometimes you are two kind of sexually compatible people, but because of what you have morphed your mind to believe as societal expectations, you start to keep this side of this sexual side of yourself. You, you wrap it up and keep it somewhere in the back of your head. And she does the same. And you guys are having this relationship where everything seems to be going okay. Or maybe not as okay. But when it comes to the sex, it's even worse. But you can't even talk about it because you want you want to portray the facade that is not all about the sex. But it is. It is. And let me, let me let, let's, let's, let's try to, let's talk, let's, let me put something across here. You talking about sex or you varying into that area or table and having that conversation doesn't mean the whole relationship is all about the sex. It just means that sex is as, as, as important as everything else that you go through, that you experience as a couple. It just means that it's that, it's that important too. So don't play down on the importance. Face it. It is. Because it's almost one of the building or holding or foundation blocks to the building that is a relationship it is and we all know so i'm not trying to like i said didn't want to go on a lecture here about you know the importance and talk about all these biological stuff what it does to the brain and all of that we all know that you can google that stuff you're gonna find it what we're trying to talk about is how we feel emotionally experiences that we've had and if we've learned anything from them have we really learned anything from what we've had in the past and if we haven't sometimes we we, we have ignored it but sometimes we don't even know that that's happened or it's happening, or that's why certain things are happening. So, I want to try and, you know, and appeal to our inner selves to go back there to dig deep. Could your sexual life be better? Sometimes certain parts of your relationship start to fall apart because the sexual life is not getting any better. It's plateauing. So, talk about it even when it could be going well. You never know it could, be, it could go better. So, talk about it. Have that conversation. It's like you have other conversations. What she likes to wear, where she wants to go, what holidays you want to do, or what car she want to drive. Talk about it. How do you want the sex? You know, wear upside down. You know, try to vary in that area. Explore those possibilities. You will under the only thing that's gonna do for you is gonna help you gain clarity with each other. You'll understand that okay, the same areas are no go I go no go zone. She's not scared of anything. You could be a freak at heart. She could be a freak at heart. But keeping it to yourselves and tiptoeing around it doesn't really help either of you because it's not going to work. And then you realize, oh my gosh, when you finally talk about it, you're like, oh my God, you like this stuff too? <laughs> I've been dying to do this stuff. How better, does, how better do things go from there? It's up to you. You know. That's all I'm saying, people. Like I said, we're not calling out anybody here. We all have roles to play. We all have responsibilities in our relationship or the sexual aspect of our relationship. It's, the point is us tiptoeing around it. Or not fully tiptoeing, maybe, but we still play safe. But with other things in the relationship, we don't play safe. We don't play safe, at least not that safe. Go there. Talk about it. Let him know you're crazy at heart when it comes to it. Let her know you're, you're crazy. 
you might just discover that you're both cray cray. Or you might discover that you're both not really sexual people like that. So you will now not play down. Like, you will learn now to tap into other aspects of the relationship where you can get the same kind of pleasure that balances balances things up for you as a couple. So people, that's it about the sex talk. I'm talking personal experience. What's your personal experience like? Think back. I mean, just how are you feeling right now? I'm sure you know. I'm sure we all have gone through the stuff or are currently going through it. Let's talk about this stuff. We don't need to see a therapist at this stage anyway. You don't need to seek any professional help at this stage anyway because you really don't know how it is anyway unless you have the conversation and unless you have it for real. Not unless you have it on the surface like how it looks or sounds to the other person. You talk about these things that you're great at but you try to avoid the things you can't really do or have the conversation all the way through. And you will see just how better it will be after. Thanks again for sticking out with me today. It's your boy Divine, Fonye, host of A Good Deed Podcast. See you next time. So people, that was it. Hopefully, um, what the experience I shared with you today will inspire you or empower you to start to ask those questions, to actually take action and have those conversations. If you haven't had them already, if you're not having them, if you're not thinking about having them, to actually start con- conceiving the thought and start putting it into practice, discussing those things and tabling that conversation, having that conversation with your partners, be it female or male awesome sex so it's just um i'm hoping this has actually gone through to you and if it has please feel free to share like and comment send me some feedback you can dm me directly either on whatsapp feel free to join me again for further conversation on facebook at divine fonier feel free to visit my website divine.fonier sorry divinefonier.com forward slash podcast for the show notes if you've missed anything on the episode or if you need a bit more of a you know a more of a softener at the end of it uh, feel free to visit the website also you can check me out or check me for any updates and further in content on instagram at divine Fonia and on twitter at divine Fonia. if you feel to dm me on any of these platforms if you do have any questions if you have anything you want to share and also to like and share if this has inspired you if this has touched you one way or the other go out there and share it talk about it table these things have these conversations with your partners and encourage your loved ones to have the same conversations with their partners like i said one good date at a time thank you have a fantastic weekend